Welcome to another episode of the Champion Hope Podcast. I'm your host and guide, Lance Howard, where I bring you curated conversations and practical real-life coaching conversations to help you elevate your marriage, business, and life. I've created free resources for you because if you're anything like me, you like quick wins. So you can find those quick wins and download those video courses and an ebook at championhope.com. Let me ask you a question. Do you struggle receiving praise, affirmation, or compliments? Consider the last time someone praised you for a job well done or a performance or recognition of some way that you achieved your desired outcome that impacted others. How did you respond when somebody told you you did a good job and you they see you and the value that you brought? How did you respond? Did you accept it? Or possibly you accept it and then laughed it off and kept moving? Did you deflect it? Did you reject it? Those are typically the only three postures that many of us know how to respond when somebody gives us an affirmation or a compliment. We struggle because many times as high-performing, ambitious kingdom leaders, we know that we've done a good job. And so sometimes it feels awkward to hear praise and affirmation and a confirmation back to us but it's really hindering our ability to build more meaningful relationships. It's twofold. One is that I believe it's hindering our ability to actually put us in a a position of receiving. And when we're not in a position of receiving, it also puts us in a position of not asking for what we need. So when we're not in a position of asking for what we need, it is not building meaningful connections and relationships with your spouse, your coworkers, your business partners. And on the other aspect of being able to receive praise, compliments, and affirmations, someone saw that you provided value in their life and they are giving you and offering you a gift. How do you put yourself in a position to receive that gift? It's really as simple as saying, thank you. That's it. All you need to do is say, thank you. Thank you for your kind words that impacts me and I receive this gift of your words today. So in this coaching conversation, we explore the tension between how do we receive but not come across with ego, conceit, or pride. But actually what happens when we don't receive the gift, we actually come off with ego, conceit, and pride. 
when we deflect it or reject it, we put ourselves in a position of having an ego. We put ourselves in a position of being prideful or conceitful. And so the best step that you can take today is listen to this conversation, find what is meaningful and helpful to you, and then go apply it. But consider for your quick win, the next time somebody gives you a compliment, to simply say, thank you. And if you would like help exploring what is happening in your belief systems and your values and your motives about why you're not able to ask for what you need and or your inability to accept, I would love to have a conversation with you to explore that and the meaning behind that deeper. Without further ado, here is a brief edited coaching conversation that preserves the integrity of the client and helps you elevate your marriage, business, and life. Thank you for tuning in to Champion Hope. If you find this helpful, please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment and review, and I will see you on the other side. I just like to talk. So, so let's suppose that you weren't thinking and, and processing about like how they're viewing you as you receive that compliment. Like, what do you think that the end goal is for you uh, with the ability to receive affirmation? I mean, honestly, it's the, it would be the ability to give affirmation, but I think what we learned last week, or at least what I learned last week was that I'm probably not gonna be able to truly give it or be at least good at giving it until I can receive it well, um, or at least working on those simultaneously. So I, I still am not in a place where I, th I think that I need to receive the affirmation. Um, I think somewhere deep down, it is affirming to me when I hear compliments. It is like I, everybody needs it. Like I said, um, everybody needs encouragement. Everybody needs a pat on the back and good job and that a boy. I mean, everybody needs those. And so I, I do receive those, um, whether I deflect or I receive it verbally, like an acknowledgement, whether I deflect or receive it, it still means something to me deep down. So I think at this point, I'm just going through the actions of, of actually receiving it. Um, versus deflecting it. And I think there's, I think there's going to be some mental switches there too, that will actually help where I don't even know. But, um, but I think the ultimate goal is so that I can give it um, on the affirmation side. Yeah. And I mean, it could be like one of those things that the more you put yourself in a posture to receive, um, then it, then it opens up your heart to actually feel it, right? Because this is a new habit for you. Uh, so right now, I think it's all like this mental game, which is allowing your heart to actually open up to, the, to what could be possible. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I think right now I'm just thinking more on the 
even on the listening side, because I really can't get past. I think it's, I think, I think what I've realized these last couple of weeks is that it is a combo package because I don't feel that it's genuine when I receive something, if I'm not, if the rest of it doesn't make sense. And, and that's where the listening comes in. So I think that's what I felt is it's still not genuine. And it is just a, I've switched my verbiage is all I've done, but the actual heart behind it, even internally for me is not there yet because I, I don't think that it's genuine. And sometimes it's still not genuine. It's really just me trying to almost fake it till I make it. So I think that's where I'm just a lot more focused on the listening amongst other things, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, this is, could be six section, six sessions of this, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, what is the greater good, right? Me right, giving right. advice or me listening? And, and I, I think I know the answer, but I also know I don't know the answer. Okay. Well, so, so before maybe, uh, move into to listening. Um, I was considering the executive you were talking about last session and, and his ability to receive that praise. Yeah. Like what was that character trait that you admired in him um, that, that you desired? I mean, I still, I know, I know this maybe not what you want to hear, but I think it's just listening. I think all of the corporate executives um, they must do some kind of training around this or whatever, but their, their whole job is listening, right? Cause they talk to each other and try to figure out the business, but the only way they know the business sitting, you know, at 5,200 Buffington in Atlanta is by listening to operators. And so we're in the, when they're in that room, operators just want to talk and they want to be heard and they want the executives to say, I hear you. Like that's what the operators want. And so they have done an amazing job, immaculate at, at becoming good listeners, active listeners. And so his whole persona is looking you in the eye and just in, in the moment with you. There's nobody walks in the room. And, and this is how a lot of the executives are, but Shane as well, the one I was talking about. When somebody else walks in the room or if somebody, another operator walks up, they don't glance over. Like their connection is still with you until they've received that, right? Now they'll they'll acknowledge that person because um, out of just respect and not being rude, um, and they still you know monitor their time and and you know kind of end the conversation. They'll still do stuff they need to do, but you feel that you matter to them because they are just listening. And then if you ask a question, then they'll speak on it. But sometimes they even turn it back into a question because, and it's in my, I feel, and I think a lot of other brothers feel that they genuinely just want to, they want to understand and know, and then they'll go talk behind closed doors for days, right? So they've got plenty to talk, but they, they know their time to listen. So then when he comes up and that's the persona that he leads with, and that's the consistency he leads with, when he says to me, I receive that. Um, that means more to me, him receiving that means more to me than anything, because I genuinely feel that he's, he, he listened to me and I, I feel like he actually received that instead of just saying that I, re Oh, I get this all the time. Like, I know I'm good. Like I received that. <laughs> like, I, it's just, it, it's just, it's just, you feel that because of the consistency he has with just 
being consistent. I mean, right. So that's why I keep coming back to listening. I, I don't want to be a dead horse, but no, yeah. I think that's, I think that's why I respect him so much is because when he says it, I believe it. So, so almost between this, this putting yourself in a position to receive and also the position of, of listening, but, but you're actually kind of describing this sense of presence, like as, as a being and as a person. I would agree. I would agree. Just being present with that person, being present with my wife, being present with my kids, being present with my team, my workers, all of it. But it's it's redefining presence, right? Like my presence in my household is just getting stuff done. My presence at work and with my leaders is giving them advice or just, uh, you know, scrutinizing or being skeptical or, you know, giving praise as well. I'm not a tyrant, but my presence with my coworkers is feeling that I have better solutions than they do, right? Um, and I need to give that advice to them. So I'm being present in that moment. It's almost like you're lucky I'm here. I, that's not how I actually feel, but that's how I feel that they feel sometimes. Yeah. 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 So, so beginning this conversation, you said like kind of two outcomes for today were this idea of uh, your role as a husband and keep expanding and, and growing in that, but also just this role as your operator. Um, so, so kind of, I guess, where would you like to focus more of the energy and questions and terms um, at our conversation right now? Um, I, I mean, I really would prefer, I mean, you're, in, in my mind, you're a professional listener. And so, um, I mean, that's, I mean, you, I think there's two things that I respect from, you in general, but also just your profession of just either coaching or counseling. And that's, you have to listen and you have to actually get to the root of the problem um, and then figure out the most strategic way to address that, right? So what you're really good at is listening and then asking questions to get even deeper into that. Um, and I think that's what I would like to perfect, not to the level of counseling, right, right. but to the level of where it's genuine interest in you and if you ask for my advice directly, then I, and then I can give it to you. But if you're, but if I'm wanting to bring something out of you, um, I'm not just going to talk. Right. I, I right, think right. I even find myself in interviews. Like when I'm interviewing future team members, there's some where I talk more than they do. And I'm like, what the heck am I doing? Right. Like, this is not what this is for. I'm sitting here explaining things and then I look and like, okay, well, I don't have the right questions. Like I need to, I need to be asking the right questions. Um, so anyways, I think it, I think it's going to flow into a lot of other stuff, being able to actively listen and then respond appropriately. So, um, and if you think it should be something different, then I'd be open to that. No, no, no. You're, you're good. Uh, I'm processing. A couple of thoughts. So, so you're talking about being able to listen, but you also kind of mentioned this idea of uh, really being curious about asking questions about whoever you're with instead of always speaking. Mm -hmm. 
so so i guess what is what is preventing you from being present and the ability to ask questions like what is prevent preventing you as a being as a person to be so present that you have that ability to ask questions uh, i think i could sum it up to just i am extremely uh, painted so i'll always have something to say on anything and so i'm probably typically thinking about what i'm going to say versus what i'm going to ask them okay. yeah just the focus has to shift to them not not me inevitably it's still on them but i'm approaching it in the way that i'm giving them advice and it's helping them when in reality i think a lot of people take away and retain more if they're the ones that kind of figured out for themselves so how can i help them navigate that whatever it is and and what would this do for you as an operator if you were able to shift your sense of presence and your sense of of listening and asking questions I think my team would would feel more cared for. I think they would probably grow faster. Um, and I think they would lead better. I think whoever's at the top, their personality and their leadership style bleeds through to the rest of the team. So if I'm gonna set an example of what I would like for them to do, I think this would be the example I would like to set. What did you hear in our conversation that was helpful? What insight can you take away and apply to your life leadership? You know, in the second part of our conversation, we explored this idea of, of presence. And our idea of presence impacts the way that we show up in the world. When we are calm and confident and connected in our relationships, we can receive compliments, praise, and affirmation. And also, when we're calm, confident, and connected in our relationships, we can have a strong presence that values and sees the other person in deep and meaningful ways. But it takes work, and it takes practice, and it takes energy to actually slow down our monkey mind long enough to be able to hear people receive their words, but also give our presence as a gift back to them to be curious and sincere enough about what is going on in their life to help continue to draw out their possibility as a leader, as a friend, as a spouse. So, what does this mean for you? Two things. One, simply say thank you the next time someone gives you a compliment, praise, or affirmation. Receive that gift. Number two, be aware of your presence. Slow the monkey mind down enough to be genuinely curious about the other person in front of you. 
ask one or two questions that helps draw out their unique potential. I hope that you found this brief coaching conversation and the few nuggets that were helpful for me relevant to your life, marriage, and business as well. If so, hit that five-star button, leave a comment, and share this with a friend. And don't forget, stop by championhope.com and download some free resources to help you elevate your life, marriage, and business. Until next time, peace and courage.